Welcome, welcome, welcome to, I think, maybe our first Thursday episode ever uh, here on the Ballhawks podcast. We decided that maybe it was a good idea this week to get our predictions in before the first round of games because, well, you know, we're learning. This is our first actual, uh, you know, playoffs podcast. Playoffs? Playoffs. Our team doesn't even make the playoffs. Do you think we really know, like, how to do this whole podcasting thing? Of course we don't. Um, this is the Ballhawks podcast. I am Steve Fisher. You can find me on Twitter at SSFisher87. And the man of the hour, Christopher Phillips. What's happening? Hey, Steve. What's going on? Um, yeah, we like you said, we are learning. We are so smart. SMRT. <laughs> <laughs> Um, happy to be here for our special, uh, divisional round of, uh, of the NFL playoffs. Like you said, get those picks in before the games are actually being played, not having to throw it on Twitter at the 25th hour to hold ourselves accountable. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter as well at Phillips Chris 12. And don't forget the, uh, podcast account at ballhawks underscore pod. Uh, and speaking of Twitter, Steve, I, I think you saw it. Um, did you see my post the other day about eating grilled cheese sandwiches with ketchup? <laughs> I mean, you should know the answer to this because I'm pretty sure I commented on it. I think you had, I got a lot of, I'm going to toot my own horn. I got a lot of comments on that. So uh, Those sound effects were brought to you by the Ball Hucks podcast. <laughs> When did I love, we get a I love sound you, machine. I love how you even like put your hands up to your face, being like, "Well, guys, this definitely is a trumpet." In case you didn't know, like my crappy sounds that were. If you don't like make the motions, like, does it even happen? Are we Although still talking I about eat, like? Am I eating a sandwich? Am I playing the trumpet? I don't know. You doing something else? <laughs> it's like doing the elephant noise. Like you have to do like. Like you have to do the motion. <laughs> My, you know, you obviously know kids can't do elephant noises, right? And like, yeah, I feel like as a dad, I just like have to be in charge of like the noises. Well, either that or just my wife is really terrible at them. But obviously, kids can't do it. So like, instead of doing like the full, they just go and like make noises <laughs> with their throats. It's so funny. I love it. And of course, like you've got to do like the hand gesture, right? Like, yeah, like it, it's not? just part of it. So d- you did, you did see the, the, the post. So with that, so one of, one of the many comments that I got, um, or one of the comments that I got out of the many, I should say, was somebody suggesting you think ketchup with grilled cheese is good. You should try maple syrup. Oh, and I'm like, okay. Really? Like I, I was like, part of me maple syrup with grilled cheese and they're like yeah just trust me on it the 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 crusty like or the the toasted like crispy crunchy bread with the melty gooey cheese like trust me it works Hmm. so i had a grilled cheese sandwich for lunch today no you didn't and i was like i have to (laughs) i have to i have to try it (laughs) so i go to the cupboard i pull the the maple syrup out of the cupboard and my wife is looking at me she's like what are you doing (laughs) i said don't you judge me she's like i put mustard on watermelon what like this isn't your first rodeo with me exactly right like i'm willing to try things 
once at least. So I <laughs> again, I, we're I talking about food I wasn't now. Still fully, right? <laughs> fully committed. So I wasn't gonna like put like the you know the syrup puddle on the plate and start dipping and in, in case it was bad. So I was like, let's just like put a little bit of syrup on like just like a bite and see how it is. So I pour the syrup on there. I mean, Nadine's in the background. I'm judging you. <laughs> of course she is. I wouldn't have it take, any other way. Right. I take that first bite. It works. Really? I ate, I ate, I ate the rest of my grilled cheese sandwich, sandwich with maple syrup. Today. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I, I guess I could see it. There's always something to be said for like food takes where you have like a sweet and salty component. Like it's just like they're very complimentary just by nature. So I, I mean, I, I could see that for sure. Uh, I, I'm with you though. Like, if it doesn't sound too, too weird, I'm willing to try almost anything for, for a bite, right? Like, you're not going to be like, well, let's wreck this grilled cheese sandwich in case it doesn't work. It's just a, exactly. a quick dip and, you know, it sucks. You go back to the, you know, the trusted ketchup. Yeah, I um, I recommend next time you have a grilled cheese sandwich, pull up the maple syrup and, and give it a shot. Okay, okay. You, so, he- you heard that one here first, folks. Question for you as well, it, while we're talking about grilled cheese sandwiches do you like cut real cheese or do you just use like the craft single slices? Child, what's please. Your pref- what's your preferred child? Please. We, if you still use the craft singles, you aren't an adult. Let's just put it that way. If you, you, I don't even know if you can claim to be an adult. If you are still unwrapping the processed cheese, like, shh, shh, like get, get a grip. You use real cheese, but for me, I, I'm not a big like I don't like buying block cheese because I'm I hate I hate grating cheese, so I just buy like the shredded pre-shredded stuff. But it, I mean it's it's real cheese, I, I would assume. Uh, my Ish, big one yeah. that I've been doing with grilled cheese is um I, I'm I I love the kind of like more salty components in food. So I've been putting feta cheese or goat's cheese inside with like the, the cheddar. Chef's kiss that baby. So you make your grilled cheese sandwiches with shredded cheese. Yeah. Okay. See, if if you were to go into like, call it my cheese drawer, we've got a block of cheese. We've got a bag of shredded cheese. We've got cheese strings. We've got like pre-sliced like sandwich slices, but like not the processed ones, like actual cheese for sandwiches. And then we also have the processed cheese slices. Like we've got like five things of cheese on the go at any one time. Oh yeah, like our our cheese drawer is littered with different kinds, but we I you know, I I like to have like I haven't had it in a while actually, but like a you know, a fresh block of parmesan, you know, you got to have some goat cheese in there, some feta, uh maybe there's like a, a smoked cheddar or like, you know, an applewood or something like that, some some shredded, you know, a cheese strings obviously. We have kids have to have that, so. They're definitely for the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cheese strings for the children. <laughs> We're out of cheese strings. You guys like eat these things like candy here. Holy. Also, I, I mean, you can feel free to tell me I have, I have a child's palate when I say this, cause I know you like to call me out on it anyways. Marble cheese. Yeah. I'm simple. Just give me some marble cheese. There, there's a little bit of nostalgia when you get like a, a thing of marble cheese. I, if I'm having cheese and crackers, I actually do prefer like just, if I'm just doing, basic cheese and crackers give me a little bit of marble bring me back to my childhood that's all i need marble cheese i'm i'm a happy camper i'm a man of simple pleasures i mean you tweeted out the halftime show speaking of some football stuff 
And uh, I respond. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. You know, the, the NFL released their, I don't know who's sponsoring it this year, but their halftime show, and it's got, you know, Eminem and Snoop and Mary J and Dr. Dre and Kendrick Lamar. Um, and I just tweeted out, tell me, you, you know, talk about your teenage years without telling me about them, right? That Like, that just brings me back to teenage years, and I was just so happy uh, listening to that. Uh, our first comment comes in from 1777 Memorabilia on YouTube. The games this week are tough to pick. Uh, I would agree. So we're we're going to uh, release our picks pretty soon here. And unlike like last week, Chris sucked. He only got two out of six right. Um, I got five out of six, and I thought they were easy picks. Like... Sure, some things could have gone a little different. I'm still standing by the fact that I would never and will never pick the Bengals. Uh, spoiler alert for you guys out there, what I'm going to pick this week. Um, despite maybe knowing that they were the the heavy favorites uh, to win that game. But this week, I, I went back and forth on a lot of them, and I don't feel as confident, Chris. How, how confident are you going into this? Oh, not at all. No? Like... I I'm in a in a pick'em league and I haven't even submitted my picks yet for the week because like the any team can win this week like the, this week right. I think will be you know last week the NFL dubbed it the super wild card weekend and there was nothing super about it I think this weekend will be the super divisional round because um, I mean, any team can win this week, and I, I feel like any team that's that's remaining right now could win the Super Bowl. Totally, I. I when you couldn't look say at, that last week, right? When you look at like the quality of the teams and like what they have in roster construction, um, I don't know if there's a team out there that it it wouldn't surprise me to see any of the eight remaining teams win it. Now, obviously, some a little heavier than others, but it wouldn't be like out of the realm for any of those teams. I would say possibly San Fran might be the the longest shot to win the game, but I don't know if that's just like a little bit of recency bias that they had the closest game. Uh, you know, it wasn't a total blowout, but yes, some definite tough picks. Um, l- let's start off in the, the first matchup that's going to happen on Saturday. Uh, we get two more days on the weekend for football which is kind of fun we've got the cincinnati bungles stupid bangles um and we have them going to the music city to play the tennessee titans uh just a quick reminder here folks if you are on twitter uh, we won't be able to see your comments but if you wanted to jump in the comments go to our youtube page or our Uh, Facebook page if you want to join in the chat we'd love to hear what some of your picks are and and tell us how stupid we are Chris gets that a lot that's what happens when you go two for six uh, in your picks like you actually have to try hard to be that bad I got too cute last week that's for sure (laughs) that's a sentence I would never say about you you and cute um I'll keep mine super short and simple you know who I'm picking I'm picking the titans uh, I won't pick the Bengals, although, like you said, they're we, we talked about this on our last episode that we have. They're hot. They're, they're playing with house money. 
this is the one I could see, you know, kind of that shocking upset of the number one seed getting dethroned. Um, Tennessee is getting Derrick Henry back. I like my odds when I have Derrick Henry in the playoffs. He looks mean. He looks mad. He looks like King Henry, the possessed version uh, before he went out. Give me the Titans by 10. Whoa. Who you got? I, I mean, I think I already know who you got because we revealed our Super Bowl predictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't. Uh, I mean, my bracket got busted already, but uh, I'm also going with the Titans this week. Uh, like you just mentioned, they're getting Derrick Henry back. Um, but not only that, I mean, AJ Brown and Julio Jones uh, should be back closer to 100% health after the bye week. Um, so that's going to help them big. Taylor Lewan, another guy that should be back closer to 100% health after the week off. Um, so they're, just, they're they're getting healthy at at the right time. Um, the biggest question mark with this one is, I mean, that Cincinnati Bengals offense is is built for shootouts. Right. Can the Titans keep up? Can Ryan Tannehill keep up and keep this team in the game if it turns into a shootout? Or... Does it just, you know, are they able to use Derrick Henry and ground and pound themselves to victory by controlling the time of possession? I think that's going to be a really interesting thing to see develop uh, during that game to, to see, you know, which way the, the, um, what's the word? Pendulum I don't swings? Know. Pendulum. Thank you. Which way the pendulum swings? Hand um, motion. See, see, they help, Steve. <laughs> Although pendulums don't go side to side, they do like a swooping motion. That's why they, you know, I mean, I'm no science teacher, but about. you know, I science sometimes. Um, hashtag math. Hashtag. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of math, a little bit of science, you know, stuff like that. Fun stuff. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think whoever sets the tempo of this game wins it. I don't know if Tennessee's, you know, equipped for like a massive shootout um but they do have firepower everywhere like you get aj brown the ball and he starts getting hot and that team can shoot out and also if he if he gets hot well that means you have to not stack the box versus derrick henry and that's a bad decision every single time you don't do that so and if you uh, double team aj now julio's open right yeah, like they on paper, they have the recipe to beat them. I don't think they're going to necessarily control the clock by just like slowly ground and pounding Derrick Henry. Um, but they have that in their arsenal and they have the outside capabilities to be able to, you know, put up numbers. I, I think something fun to watch is the pressure of going further into the playoffs with a guy who's, you know, never been that far into the playoffs. How does Joe Burrow handle up to the pressure? Does he, you know, start faltering and throwing picks? Are they, you know, who's going to turn the most balls over? I think that's going to be a huge key to it. Like we talk about how important ball security is. Well, cause it just can change the momentum of the game so quickly in one team's favor by like, you know, a big pick six or, uh, you know, a, a punch out ball or a blocked kick or something weird like that. Right. Yeah. And Joe Burrow is trying to, you know, he's trying to play it cool and trying to keep a, an, an even keel 
about the whole thing. And, you know, everyone in Cincinnati is freaking out. They just won their first playoff game in 31 years and they're all excited. And, and Joe Burrow was quoted saying, this is the standard. This is the bare minimum going forward. Um, so he's just trying to, you know, keep, keep a, a level head and not get too far ahead of himself, himself, which like you said, it's going to be interesting to see, like, you know, can he take that off field mentality and have it translate into his on field performance and continue to, to play, you know, up to call them playoff standards, but really it's just professional NFL standards. Yeah. And I don't believe the, the game changes in the regular season versus the playoffs. Maybe the pressure changes a little bit, but that's again, where the, the mentality um, comes in and, and, and just the focus. Totally. And, I mean, for what it's worth, like, I know there's going to be talks about, um, you know, playoff experience. I, I, I've never been a huge, like, oh, this team has some playoff experience. So clearly they have an advantage. Like you said, the game doesn't change. Um, I think you just have to play football the way, you know, you play football in your style. And, you know, if you're an aggressive team, you stay aggressive and you don't, you know, let them, the moment become too big and get too cute or, or be too reserved in what you do. Like you just go out and play your game and if it's good enough to win, it wins. So, yeah. and I mean, it's not like Joe Burrow and Jamar chase haven't done this. They won a national championship. They understand pressure. Totally. It's, and it, it wouldn't be just those guys, right? Like you could dig deep oh, on the oh, college absolutely. accolades or, or where certain guys have come from. And, and it's not like they don't have that, uh, experience anywhere it's just when it's on the grandest stage like are you going to rise to the challenge even like from a head coaching perspective like zach taylor has not made it this far as a head coach whereas mike Vrabel has made it this far as a head coach so um lots of good storylines in that first game um i'm excited that the weekend is kicking off with that game i it's the Um, one i think i'm looking most forward to actually it 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 it's the game I'm most looking forward to as well. And I'm unfortunately stuck at work like a sucker on Saturday. So <laughs> I'll be uh, trying to watch it on my phone. Like sucker I did Saturday, uh, like I did this past Sunday at, uh, at brunch at the mother-in-law's. I'm going to call I'm you really busy. I'm going to call your office and just like, leave it on. And then you can be like, no, I have this annoying client. He's just not getting off the phone with me. He's just the worst. And we're just talking football the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I just have it up to the speaker. You're like, thanks, man. Yeah. Well, the, I, I can stream the game on my phone. So yeah. I, I can watch it. Yeah. Actually, a couple of, maybe it was last year. I can't remember. if does, I think the Seahawks played on a, uh, their playoff game on a Saturday last year. They must have. And I actually brought my iPad to work. And I basically said, I'm unavailable from one o'clock to four (laughs) o'clock. And I sat in the back office and I watched the Seahawks game on my my iPad. (laughs) Nothing bad about that, right? Hey, it's it's only money out of my pocket. That's right. And it's just money. So go make more of that another time, right? That's that's right. Uh, All right. Let's move on to the, uh, the night game. For Saturday, we've got the San Francisco 49ers going to Lambeau Field to play Green Bay and the Packers, the Cheeseheads of Wisconsin. Um, The Frozen Tundra. The Frozen Tundra. 
Um, you already know what my pick is because I've picked Green Bay to win the Super Bowl, so I think they are going to win. I think they're the most complete team on this, the remaining eight. Uh, they've got pass rush. They've got, you know, DBs. They've got, you know, a, an offensive line with Bakhtiari maybe coming back. Um, got the best wide receiver in football. They've got the best quarterback in football. They've got the best one-two punch running back in football. Uh, so I have Green Bay winning. I don't know what they're going to win by. I feel like San Fran has a recipe to keep it close um, or closer than maybe it should. This game I could see coming down to seven points. Um, but at the same time, I could also see this one getting really far away uh, depending how you know hungry and how, how fast the Packers come out of the gate. But obviously I have Green Bay in this one. Um. So really quick, just gonna know you said Titans by ten. So I'm just I'm just actually looking at the spread right now. The Titans are favored by three and a half, Ooh, um, which wow. I think they I think they cover. They cover. Um, the Packers are favored by five and a half. Really? Which I think the Niners cover. You think this is going to be under a one score game? Yeah. You know you know what I I really hope I'm wrong because I want you know again when my team isn't in it. I just want a good football game that has some wild stuff and a, you know, a crazy finish and it's entertaining as, you know, much as that sucks when it's your team and you're having a mini heart attack. But, um, I would give green Bay the, I would take green Bay the points on that one. Okay. So you tweeted about it the other day (laughs) with, uh, with our buddy Dave, um, I don't want to pick a winner. In this game. <laughs> Can they both lose? <laughs> like you mentioned it last week about the Rams and Cardinals game, which like that one wasn't that hard. Cause like my biggest rival is the 49ers. I hate them more than any other team in the league. The Packers are a close second because I hate Aaron Rodgers more than any other player in the league. <laughs> and I just, like you said, it, it's, you know, the, the most punchable face in the league versus my biggest rival. And, you know, talk about being between a rock and a hard place. And this is it for me. This is it. Um, I mean, there is some, some recency bias there because the Niners did put up such a good game against the Cowboys, which I mean, you could argue the Cowboys beat themselves with 14 penalties in an inept offense. Um, Who's going to play at quarterback for the 49ers is a big question. Jimmy Garoppolo is dealing with a shoulder injury to go yeah. along with his thumb injury. So is it going to be Jimmy? Is it going to be Trey Lance? They both suck anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's going to come, you know, Debo Samuel is is the guy that, that carries that offense and everything runs through him. But like you said, they're getting David Bakhtiari back. They're getting Zadarius Smith back. They're mm-hmm. getting Jair Alexander back. Those are three, like, all pro talented players. Um, and they're at home. I yeah. have to take the Packers. Yeah, it's a good point. Like whenever there's a close game, like I can't decide who I'm going to pick. I almost like 90% of the time I will revert to the home team. Cause you know, there's that just little bit of extra advantage that you get on home field. Um, yeah. Like they, they won the number one seed with having all of those guys out 
that that's how talented this team is. Um, yeah, like, I don't know how that game is only, what did you say, three and a half or four and a half? Five and a half. Oh, five and a half. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, w- I would take a one score for, uh, for the Packers easily there. See, I could be, see it being like a field goal difference or like a 28 24, like something along those lines. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if there's any game that's going to be like super volatile in the score, that could probably be the game, like just a blowout or a super close game. Um, should we should we take a couple minutes here for a little bit of sponsor promos? I would like to talk about some sponsors. Yeah, go you you start. Yeah. So, as you guys know, Steve and I love beer, and we like good beer. Uh, and I mean, with that, we love Bad Tattoo Brewing. Um, you can go to badtattoobrewing.com and sign up for the Bad Tattoo Beer Club today and get beer delivered right to your doorstep all across Canada from Bona Vista to Vancouver Island. Do it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> all across Canada. I'm just having a look at what's on their website right now, guys. There's a lot of great options there. The peanut butter chocolate porter that Steve and I have been singing the praises about it's still available online. Uh, they have their baddest best mixer case. So you get their, five flagship beers plus you get the peanut butter chocolate porter cool. in there so you get a little bit of everything with that one um steve and i i think uh i'm pretty sure if i'm not mistaken that's the one that you and i ordered and and split on was the uh sure the bad is best mixer case so again guys i'm gonna put it up for you here so you can see it go sign up for the bad tattoo beer club bad tattoo brewing.com I promise you will not be disappointed. And like I said on Sunday, guys, I haven't heard back from anybody yet. But if anyone wants to go to Bad Tattoo Kelowna this weekend and watch some football, I am willing to break dry January to meet up with you guys to go drink some beer, eat some pizza, and watch some football. So again, hit me up on Twitter. Hit up the the DMs for my personal account. Hit us up on on the podcast account at ballhawks underscore pod. If you have my phone number, text me. I uh, I would love to meet up with some of you guys and and uh, go down and support Bad Tattoo Kelowna. Definitely, I I'm you know what? As soon as we're done here, I am going to be all over the Twitter machine, uh, tagging people, getting people together. Uh, maybe we'll do like a a Saturday, the Saturday evening game, or or kind of whatever works for us. Maybe, maybe even the Sunday afternoon game. I don't know. We're we're wild cards like that. It's not wild card weekend, but we're wild cards. So. We might just do it. Um, our other sponsors, spo- our other sponsors, uh, our other sponsor. You'd think I'm not a, an English teacher the way I talk. Uh, we are also sponsored by Lake Therapy Apparel. You can get their gear at lakeTherapyApparel.ca, and if you use the code Ballhawks, you get 10% off your order. Your entire order. Doesn't matter if you order one thing, three things, 13 things, uh, you will get 10% off. I love my gear. I Just before we jumped on, I was like, oh, I, I need to go grab mine. And then I realized it's in the wash uh, because I've been wearing it so much because it is mega comfy. Uh, we got 
uh, some of the Okanagan series stuff because, you know, obviously we live in the Okanagan. They've got their Tulamine series stuff as well. Made more sense for us to be, you know, wearing Okanagan stuff being in the Okanagan. But uh, I've looked at some of the Tulamine stuff and it looks super awesome. Um, just a little I've, quick. I've, oh, go ahead. I've, I've had a look at their uh, their iconic gear. Yeah. Uh, so they have uh, T-shirts and, and crew neck sweaters in the iconic line. Um, that's something I, I'll definitely be ordering for myself. I'll uh, just take this off here. You guys see that that blue maple leaf right beside the, the bad tattoo logo? Um, you'll see it all, all over our post as well. That's the Lake Therapy Apparel logo, and that's what's on the iconic line of clothing. So definitely go check it out, laketherapyapparel.ca. Yeah, I just love their branding. I love everything they stand for, uh, you know, they, they're local business, so thinking local. Uh, you know, they're also thinking about their global footprint by reducing, like, you know, the different things that they do, uh, sourcing their gear to reduce uh, that footprint globally. And, you know, obviously they're, like, proudly Canadian with the, the Canadian flag there. You got, like, the tree in the middle. Just kind of encompasses everything that they do you know, as their mission. And like I said before, when I'm wearing the gear, it, it just reminds me of like my like go-to happy place. Just, I feel like I'm down by the lake. Um, I was a little choked yesterday when it snowed. I was like, oh yeah, you know, we got our lake therapy stuff. It, it, it's, uh, it's almost like it's melting the snow for us. I, I was seeing green everywhere and then the stupid snow came in. So uh, I'm going to have to get my stuff out of the washer, dry it so we can get to spring and I can get down to the lake with my lake therapy gear. So appreciate those two companies, uh, Ryan from Bad, Bad Tattoo and Samantha from Lake Therapy Apparel for uh, jumping on and partnering with us. Let's move on to the Sunday game now, Chris. Sunday, 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 Sunday. 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 Man, that soundboard is really good. So good, right? And I didn't even <laughs> press a button. <laughs> Look, mom, no hands. <laughs> uh, so the the early game, I think this one's a morning game. Uh, sorry, a noon game. So this one's a noon game. We have the LA Rams going to Tampa to play the the one and only GOAT, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Uh you had neither of these teams winning last yeah. week. So, uh, actually, I you still have neither one of them winning. Just <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you go first on this one. I think I went first on both the Saturday games, though. So you got a reveal yeah. now. Yeah. So uh, L.A. traveling down to uh, Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and his Buccaneers. Um, I mean. The hits just keep on coming for Brady and, and the Bucks. I mean, already out without Chris Godwin, already out with without a lot of stars on the uh, defensive side of the ball, and now he's without starting right tackle Tristan Wirfs, uh, and he he it sounds like he is doubtful for this Sunday. Um, which I don't know, man. I I see the Rams twice a year in the NFC West, and uh, I wouldn't want to be without one of my starting offensive linemen going up against Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, Sebastian Joseph Day. Like, 
the list goes on and on and on with the, the pass rushers that the Rams have. So Brady could be in for, for a long day um, down in Tampa. He could be, uh, you know, throwing tablets on the sidelines, getting in referees <laughs> faces because he's pissed off that he keeps getting hit so much. Um, you know, Jalen Ramsey's going to be just blanketing Mike Evans all day. So he's going to be relying on Gronk and Cyril Grayson and Scotty Miller. If, I don't even know if Scotty Miller is actually healthy or not. Um, <laughs> but I know, I know he plays there. Um, so this he's one around. just have a, yeah, looking at the spread bucks are favored by three. Wow. Uh, I have the Rams covering and winning. Wow. You heard it here first. The LA Rams are moving on. Which I can't believe I said, because I still don't trust Matt Stafford. Yeah. I mean, for all those reasons, I think you, you kind of stole the show on this one. I have the Rams winning. They looked so dominant against the Cardinals. I thought that one might be a little closer. You know, the Cardinals were kind of dominant early in the season. Um, I thought Cliff they would Kingsbury put... should lose his job. Yeah. Yeah. That, right? late, that late season collapse that they've had two years in a row. Yeah. Uh, not a good look. Not a good look for sure. Um, you know, if, if Jalen Ramsey locks up Mike Evans, like Jalen Ramsey can, I, I don't know if he'll be able to lock him up completely. Uh, but if he, even if he's able to lock him up mostly, I, I don't know what the bucks do. Like, I, I don't think they're going to run all over uh, Aaron Donald and and Leonard Floyd and, and Von Miller and those guys. Um, I don't see how the Bucks win this. And that's so hard to say. Like, I so many years of watching Tom Brady win over and over and over. You just never bet against him. That's kind of like the, the golden rule. You bet against him, he wins, and you're like, what was I thinking? Like, he just does it every year. So why am I why am I betting against him? Why am I so surprised? Um the the dominance has to end somewhere. And like you said, they're they're just so nicked up everywhere. Uh for Tom Brady to be good, he needs to have time in the pocket. Um and I, I mean, just for any quarterback see. to be good. Right. I, I feel like some quarterbacks are more equipped to be in and out of the pocket, rolling out, uh, whatever that is. Like, you know, we were talking about the Titans. You can at least, you know, nullify some of that pass rush if you get Tannehill rolling out to one side or the other, keeping the defense kind of like on their toes. Well, we know with Tom, it's not going to be that. It's going to be moving up and down the pocket just with that good pocket feel and awareness. Um, but if he doesn't have time, he's going to collapse. Um, I've got the Rams easily covering that. I think I, I, again, I just don't see how they win that game. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're three for three here, Chris. We are. Let's, uh, let's go on to the very last game. Maybe this will be the one that changes and, and sets the tone for the week. We've got the Buffalo bills at the Kansas city chiefs in arrowhead. Who you got? Uh, yeah, so I, I, 
are did you prepare at all your picks or are you making your picks like live as we as we go here uh i already knew who i was gonna i'm just writing down your picks so i can roast you later with them but if you keep picking everybody i pick uh one you have a good chance of winning or doing better than you did last week Uh, but i can't roast you if you keep picking who i pick right 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 i did not do like any like pre-thought like going into this i was like who am i gonna pick i have no idea like i'm flying by the seat of my pants here right now oh yeah um, like I, i'm just writing your picks down i already i looked at the games and i was like yeah i think that that's who's gonna win um yeah, yeah. so we have the chiefs hosting josh allen and bill's mafia um again like two offenses that seem to be firing on all cylinders right now i mean the the, the bills just got over a huge hump by you know destroying the Patriots uh, once and for all uh, and, and getting past that, that hurdle, especially in the, in the playoffs um, that, you know, that, that's always been a big hurdle for them. Oh, they um, almost put up a 50 burger on them. Like, right. The, the Patriots were a top five defense and the bills almost put up a 50 burger on them. Yeah. Whew. But then we have Patrick Mahomes. I mean, former league MVP is also like just, doing all the things that we expect him to do. Uh, Travis Kelsey is playing great. Tyree kill is Tyree kill. He's, you know, he's just really fast. Um, he's a bit boomer bust, but he's Mahomes. The biggest thing with Mahomes is like, he's really starting to use, you know, his Mecole Hardman's, his Byron Pringles, his running backs. Like he's, he's not just using Tyreek and Kelsey because defenses were figuring that out. Shh, worry about these two guys. And the Chiefs' offense is going to fall apart. And he really seemed to figure out, you know, spreading the ball around, using everybody, getting everyone involved. Um, I think they even had a, a a thick six last week, didn't they? They had a O line touchdown, did they not? Maybe yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> thick six. <laughs> I saw that on Twitter. I was like, wow. I, I like, I like that. I like. Um, I use. Yeah, I like that one. Um, what Josh Allen do we get this week? Do we get mm. good Josh Allen like we had last week? Or do we get bad Josh Allen that played against Jacksonville? That's probably the biggest question mark going into this game is, is what Josh Allen do we get? Now, saying that, that Bill's defense is deadly. Like, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer at safety, like, just playing out of their minds right now. I, Hard I still to throw on that. I still can't believe that Micah Hyde interception last week. Um, Tredavious White, I've drawn a blank on, on on his name for a second there. Tredavious White is one of the best cornerbacks in the game. Um, Tremaine, is it Tremaine Ed, yeah, Edmonds? Yeah, Tremaine. At, at linebacker. Phenomenal linebacker. Uh, probably, you know, probably top 10 linebacker in the league. Um, I don't really know who they have on on the defensive line, but I mean, they seem to get the job done. That's like, Uh, so for me, that's where I think they uh, just shine out of nowhere. They've got Boogie Basham on the line. They've got Ed Oliver. Uh, Jerry Hughes has been a staple there forever. They've got guys like Star Lota Lele. Uh, They just drafted Greg Rousseau, who was playing in there and playing really well. So, when you get a D line and like you mentioned, uh, Tremaine Edmonds, they also have like Matt Milano as at linebacker. When your front seven gets to the quarterback, you can really play with any secondary. Cause when your, your quarterback is getting rid of the ball, uh, 
pro-level DBs can cover for a certain amount of time, right? So uh, now you get really good DBs with really good edge rushers, and that's a that's just a really bad combo. So where you were saying, what Josh Allen do we get? I'm wondering what Patrick Mahomes we get. Are we going to get Pat, like, throws the ball away Mahomes, or are we getting Pat that, you know, can throw for 400 yards and a half? Right. Yeah. Or is he going to be running for his life or is he going to have time to, to get rid of the ball? It's um, like the same storyline and you don't know who's going to like falter first or if totally. they're going to falter. Like, like you said, it could be like this massive shootout, which is super exciting. Yeah. I mean, the, the chiefs are favored by two and a half. Um, I'm okay. doing it again. I'm taking the road team bills win better defense. I'm, I'm taking the bills. Yeah. I mean, the more I think about this game, the harder this game is to pick. I, I mean, I, I knew who was playing. So going back and forth on these teams, uh, you know, who would you pick? Like you mentioned on the offensive side of the ball, like they don't need to include Tyreek. It's easier, but you know, you got McCole Hardman who decides he's going to step up and play, um, you get some like unheralded action from Jarek McKinnon, who I, you know, relatively forgot still played football, uh, but he can look good. I would agree with you. The Bills defense on paper is way better. But the thing about a Steve Spagnola defense is they always tend to get better as the season goes on. Like either the guys are figuring out a system or it's clicking more together. Um you obviously have the guys on the line like uh, who is it? Frank Clark is on that line. Um, Jaron Reed. Chris Jaron Jones. Reed. Oh, oh, yeah. I forgot Chris Jones is on that line. Um, yeah. I mean, they've got a lot of talent in the front. They've obviously got the Honey Badger on, on the back end who, you know, can just kind of make plays really whenever he wants uh it'll be interesting to see which one plays out uh they've got you know legerius sneed at corner i think this game more than any game is going to come down to which quarterback doesn't throw the ball away so if we get the mahomes that's throwing a couple picks i don't know if he can recover from that or if you have josh allen doing the same thing um I bounced back and forth between this and my rule of thumb should say that I pick the chiefs, but I'm picking the bills. I know I I thought you were leaning towards the chiefs and I was like, yes, finally. And then I stopped and I was like, why am I telling him all these great things that like swaying him to the bills? Um, partly cause I just want to see a different team, uh, represent, I guess. Um, and I know that's unfair to Chiefs fans because, you know, when my teams are dominating, like, you know, I'm an Alabama fan. So w- when they're dominating, it's annoying to hear everybody say, oh, I just want someone else to win. But but I, I'm one of those people. Right. I understand why you would say that, because, you know, variety is the spice of life. So give me the bills to, you know, change things up, shake it up a little bit. Um, yeah. Look at us taking the home teams on Saturday, the road teams on Sunday, and dispatching the two Super Bowl teams from last year. You're out of here. 
you're gone. You're gone right now. Uh, you should have also picked up on the fact that uh, last week when we did our Super Bowl predictions, uh, I had Green Bay versus Buffalo. So be kind of mm-hmm. stupid to go back on my word now. Uh, your Super Bowl Lord, prediction as... That I listen to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't listen to me. We already know that. Um, that. Just so we all remember, Chris's Super Bowl predictions were, how about them Cowboys versus the Titans? So... I'm not taking any questions at this time. <laughs> yeah. You look a little pissy, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was so good. I am always in favor of You just tell everyone what your Super Bowl pick was because you know everything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do know everything. So, Um, although when when you say it like that, when you say, oh, look at us taking the home teams and then the road teams, that sounds like a recipe for disaster. Like, oh, yeah, it just sounds like it's going to be wrong. So part of me wants to switch my picks right now, but they're locked in. Well, not until we're done the episode. We might go for another hour here and debate. And end stream. (laughs) No, we're not doing that. Uh, Yeah. So unfortunately, folks, nothing we can do to make fun of Chris this week. Uh, He will not be catching me in the picks this year. I mean, we can. However, it wouldn't be our trip. We'll also be making fun of Steve. So, hey, it's a win-win. Win-win. No, nothing like being the whipping boy every once in a while. Some um, people are into that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, uh, this family-friendly <laughs> show is almost at a time. So, yeah, I'll, I'll jump on Twitter, the Twitter machine, and maybe I'll start uh, hitting some people up if they want to join us for a little... Uh, break Chris's dry January, have a little pizza, have a little uh, bevies and enjoy some football down at uh, Bad Tattoo there. If you want to hit us up at ballhawks underscore pod, you can hit me up at ssfisher87 or chris at phillipschris12. Any of them, let us know you're in and maybe we can reserve some tables there and uh, have a have a good old time. What do you think? Have a heckin' heckin' good time. Yeah. All right, I'll give you the last words like I always do, bud. All right, guys. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of the Ballhawks podcast. We are a part of the Dean Blundell Network. You can find us over on Twitter at Ballhawks underscore pod. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. All under those same uh, handles. So check us out. Subscribe. Like. Review. Give us five stars. I, I mentioned it last week. Uh, Spotify does offer a rating system now, so go give us five stars mm-hmm. over on Spotify as well, as well as what other whatever other podcast channel you're li- listening to. Give us a, a rating. Give us a, a review. We uh, we like reading them. Makes us feel nice, even the bad ones. Uh, anyways, guys, uh, we appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. Go Hawks. Peace. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. 
Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, undercurrent podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.